Welcome to the Self-Reliance Wealth Podcast. My name is Dave Deal, and I am your host to learning how you can create side hustle income. Hello and welcome to episode number 12 of the Wealth Reliance Podcast. My name is Dave Deal, and I am your host. Today, we've got a very special guest speaker. His name is Dane Clark. Dane is a very good friend of mine, a mentor, and just somebody I really, really look up to and value very highly. Dane is in the hard money industry, which basically his main focus is in real estate investing. He got his start early on in farming and then was a roofer for quite some time, realized that's not the way that he wanted to live his life and built something absolutely amazing through real estate. He started flipping houses, then realized that better yet than flipping, why not be on the money lending side where he's actually the one that uh, people are going to to find the funding. In essence, he's the bank. Without further ado, welcome to the show, Dane. So, Dane, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Tell us how you got started in money lending, and uh, you know what your background is, and, and kind of how you got started. Yeah. So, thank you, thank you so much for for having me, man. Um, the way I got started in doing this was was I, I always wanted to be in real estate, actually, and and when my wife was six months pregnant with our first like I mean I was roofing at the time and my whole life has been somewhere somewhere between roofing and I was working with my body and so my wife was pregnant and I was I came home one day and I was like honey I'm gonna buy a rental and <laughs> and I was just like you know so done with working with my body so much every single day and just I mean probably aging me a lot quicker than I really wanted to be and and so I started off by thinking, okay, I'm going to buy some rentals. I'm going to, you know, do that kind of stuff. And, and I ended up learning really quickly. Well, I mean, I already knew this. I didn't have any capital. I didn't have any money. I barely had good enough credit to like get myself a car. And, and so I, I had to learn how to be very creative. And so long story short, that led me into lending. I learned a bunch of creative strategies. I ended up flipping a few houses and and I was able to take and, and roll some capital over and buy some rentals. And, and I had one deal that I was putting money together and I, uh, I ended up being short. I was short around a hundred thousand dollars in what I was trying to do creatively using private money. And I ended up just finding another investor who had the hundred thousand and said, Hey, how about I just sell you this house? You can take it right now. And I will just be the bank on, on the property for you. And I'll just charge you a, you know, a, a, a rate of, of maybe somewhere in the low double digits and, and, and uh, you can take the house and you can flip it. And I did that. And I was looking at the, you know, my time in the deal compared to how much money I actually made in that deal. And my, my time per hour was actually drastically uh, less or sorry, time per hour. My, my dollars per hour was, was huge compared to how much money I was making flipping houses. And so I was like, man, I could just take the same amount of time I'm doing now, just put a whole bunch of money together and start doing lending and just doing loans. So it started by doing that one deal kind of on accident. And then I did a couple more and a couple more and just started growing until to, to the point where I had millions of dollars and, and currently have millions of dollars lent out in, 
in real estate right now, I'm making anywhere from 10% interest on up to, I've got some notes uh, that we're lending on that are making closer to 20% interest on, on our money. But that's kind of how I got my start was it was all by accident <laughs> at the end of the day. That's so cool. You and I have had quite a few different conversations about this. What has been uh, one of the hardest things that you've had to learn in getting into this avenue? Because, I mean, we've talked about real estate and doing flips and, you know, rentals and all these other aspects of the business. And I watched as you started to transition into this hard money side. But what has been one of the biggest things that you've had to really overcome or obstacles or challenges that you faced that uh, that has been in your way? You know, it's funny you ask that. And, and I, I think my answer is probably probably going to be a little bit different than than what a lot of people would expect. But but coming from my background in farming and roofing and and, you know, really just being in the trenches type of a, of a mindset, if you will. Um, I, I, the biggest thing I had to overcome was actually my own mindset that I was creating, you know, when I was creating this company, I had to like sell myself on the belief that what I had and what I was doing was actually extremely valuable for other people that I was serving, whether it was people that had money that wanted to be a part of, of my bank, my little private money bank, or, or whether it was people that, that, you know, had deals and wanted to borrow money. Uh, you know, obviously the interest I charge is a lot more than like what a traditional bank would be, but, but it was that mindset of, of just believing that, yeah, if I reach out to anybody and try to pitch them on what my, my company does, it was that just creating that belief in myself, if you will, and getting over my own mindset and, and stuff like that. So it's been, it's been kind of a battle, especially because, you know, growing up roofing and farming, you know, I, I worked with a lot of people who didn't speak the same language I did. And, you know, I, I feel like a lot of that attributed to my entire life. Everybody who has ever known me growing up labeled me as somebody, they, they called me painfully shy. Everybody, everybody called me that when I was growing up. I was the tall, painfully shy kid, that, you know, so, so yeah, it's been, it's been a transformation for me. Definitely. That's so cool, man. I love hearing that. Uh, so talking a little bit more about that transformation, how did you learn how to do this stuff? I mean, what, what kind of time investment, what kind of dollar investment, what, you know, what was the process? What did it look like? Cause it doesn't happen overnight. I mean, you and I have been friends now for what, probably three or four years. And, you know, it's been kind of the, the direction shift of, okay, where do I go? Where do I put my energy? Where do I put my time? But tell us a little bit more about that process, that transformation that happened personally. And then, you know, like I say, how did you learn what to go or where to go and how to do it? And, uh, you know, what type of financial investment, time investment, what did that look like? Mm -hmm. So, the, the transition, the way, the way that I learned how to do this, I'm, I'm a huge believer in, in mentorship. And if there's anything that you want to do in life and business, I mean, anything to, to talk to people who have already been there. And, and, you know, it's kind of funny because that is like the most cliche thing I felt like I've ever heard. I mean, everybody says that, Oh, find somebody, 
But I remember thinking early on when I would hear stuff like that, well, where do you find these people? You know, like, where are they? Where, (laughs) how do you call somebody up and say, Hey, I want to do this kind of a business. And, and, you know, honestly, a lot of people would be like, well, I'm just giving away my trade secrets. So, you know, I'm creating a competitor, you know, that, that was my mindset. So I, I found, I found a group, I looked around and I found a group of people that were, you know, investing in real estate and, and, you know, these people were offering to, to put their arm around me and, you know, I, I paid money for it. I, I ended up spending around $20,000 to just be a part of this group that had, you know, gave me access to attorneys and education and, and contractors and, and, you know, a whole bunch of, of resources in professionals as well as education that I really needed. And when I saw the value versus, you know, my, my own output, you know, spending that, that $20,000, it was like, you know, this is a no brainer because of what I'm going to get. And I can tell you to this day, I mean, I've, I've, more than 10 times the return on my initial uh, investment in, in joining that group. Um, So, so that, you know, that was kind of how I learned was just surrounding myself with people. Uh, I'm trying to remember what the second part of your question was. Yeah. So the second part was what was the process as far as time goes? I mean, it doesn't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times, you know, we, when business owners or entrepreneurs or people that want to start a business, they think, okay, this is going to happen overnight. It's going to take six months. And you and I both mm-hmm. know that's not the case. I mean, it takes, it, it can happen that quick, but realistically it's going to take some time. What did that time mm-hmm. investment for you look like? Um, so, I mean, you have to look at all the stuff that led up to, I feel like. So, you know, I, I had actively been, you know, building my real estate investing business for flipping houses and buying rentals for probably, uh, I would probably say 18 months and, and had, you know, I had done a few things and, you know, I, I, I definitely wasn't retired or I wasn't making all the money that I needed to just support my family yet when I first started, uh, you know, doing the bank mm-hmm. or, or creating the bank, you know, but, but I had, a, I, I had over a year of experience in trying to do this, um, probably not quite full time, but, but close to it. And, and then once I, once I really understood what I wanted to do, when I, when I said, you know what, I'm just going to be the bank, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that instead of try to flip houses myself. Um, because of all the, you know, paying my dues that I had done over the last 18 months, it was actually, it was actually not a ton. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I put a lot of time into learning, but a lot of it was just, you know, finding attorneys and saying, Hey, can I pick your brain? And yeah, I paid them, you know, two to $400 an hour, but, but just said, Hey, can I pick your brain? Here's my idea. And here's what I want to do. And, and got feedback from attorneys ranging from note attorneys to SEC attorneys that that deal with securities and, and exchange and, and, and even, um, just plain old real estate attorneys that were experienced in, in the real estate investing realm, if you will. Um, so I, I ended up spending, you know, several thousand more dollars to, to really make sure I was set up properly and learn as much as I could. I'm, I'm a huge believer in the same aspect of like, you know, you know, you take like a Navy SEAL 
for example, they're, they're not one of those people that, that are going to learn on the job. I mean, what they do as a job, if they learned on the job, it would probably get 90% of them killed mm -hmm. type of a thing. So I'm a huge believer in doing what, like what they would do in learning first and even creating experiences that would help me learn first before I go put myself at risk and, and then going with the training that I have and say, okay, let's do this. And let's go full bore now that I know what I'm doing and I know who to talk to if I run into any situation and, or I know where to find answers if I have questions before I pull the trigger that's going to, you know, that's going to, at the end of the day, potentially put me in a bad spot. Right. You built the um, framework and the foundation, the relationships, the knowledge. Yeah. And you really structured exactly. that really well. So let's talk about the uh, the money side here. I mean, you mentioned that you spent, you know, quite a bit of money on educating yourself and then, you know, building your network. Uh, was that scary? I mean, what what was that kind of mindset as far as you go? And then, you know, I know your wife Paige really well, too. What was her take on it? Was she OK with that? Was she not OK with that? What did that conversation look like? Of putting my own money uh -huh. in or, or put or investing my own money, like into real estate, for example. Yep. Um, you know, <laughs> it was kind of, it was kind of funny because, um, I'm a firm believer that pregnancy brain, you know, when, when a, a woman is pregnant, she has that thing called pregnancy brain that, you know, you, you never know what you're going to get. Um, and so when I first told her that I was going to start investing in real estate and, and do the things that I've been doing, you know, she was like, okay. And <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, part of her was just like, you realize that I'm pregnant. I'm going to pop a baby out in like three months. But, but for some reason she was just like, yeah, that's fine. You know, I've got other things to worry about, like, like having this baby, for example. Um, so she, she's always been extremely supportive of, of me. And, and, and I mean, I feel like, I feel like a lot of that did, did attribute to me treating her more like a business partner and saying, Hey, here's what I want to do. And here's my idea, you know, just, just from your, from your thoughts, you know, what do you think, you know, from what I just told you, like, do you have any thoughts? Does it scare you? Does it excite you? And, and usually she's been like, like, no, that the way you explain that makes perfect sense. And, and so she's always been super supportive and that's awesome that you mentioned it's been great yeah it's awesome that you mentioned you know treating like a business partner i think that's one of the things that a lot of people get caught up in is you know they want to start this new business or have this great idea and they don't have that spouse support but i think sometimes it's in the approach versus just um you know just flat out saying no i think it's in the approach and how you uh have that conversation but i, I like how you mentioned that um, we're coming up close on time, but uh, a couple more questions for you. One, mm -hmm. um, if you had any advice to give somebody starting out uh, in their new business, whatever that may look like, what would it be and why? I would, you know, I, I associate with a lot of people that want to start a business. And and so I can, I can kind of tell you what I've seen and, and the advice that I like to give is, a lot of people have an idea for a product that gets them really excited because I mean, in their, is their brainchild, like they created this, this product or service that they're like, Hey, I, I could sell this. 
And oftentimes it's because it might be something that they are passionate about or, you know, whatever it is. And I feel like I see way too many people start a business just because they're excited about the product. And, and don't get me wrong. A lot of people make a lot of money just because of their own enthusiasm with the product or service that they have created. But in my mind, I look at a lot of the things that, that I've done in the past, every company I've ever started, you know, cause I've, I've probably started a dozen or so different companies. Some of them made it, made good money and, and supported themselves and, and made me money. And some of them flopped. Um, every time one of the companies that I started would flourish was because I was actually thinking about the market first. I was thinking about I, that I already had clients, if you will, or I already knew of clients that would see my product or service and just be like, yes, this is like what we've been waiting for. You know, this is what we've needed. You know, so like if I take the bank, for example, the only reason I really got excited about it was, yeah, I mean, that one guy on that first deal that I ever did was like, like, yeah, that's great. I, you know, thank you for being the bank on this, you know, and you're selling, you're giving me money for it. He's like, yeah, that's great. But when I really started telling myself, I'm going to build this, I went to a lot of the people that I associated with and just said, Hey, if I had money, that I could give you, you know, with these terms and these conditions or whatever, you know, would you use it? And it was people that were already doing or borrowing other people's money. And I came in and, and, and gave it to them cheaper or better. Or, you know, I, I even told a lot of people that, hey, you know, I'll charge you the same rate as maybe what you can already get, but I will answer my phone and I will be a soundboard for you on your real estate deals. I will help you make decisions if you want, you know? So I, I said, I basically said, yeah, I'll give you money as the bank, but I'll also be a consultant on your deal with all the experience that I've had in doing real estate and all the things I've seen that was valuable to people. So I think the best advice I can give is if you already have an audience, create your product or service or create your business around what people that you already know are going to want and you'll have the you'll have success very very quickly very very quickly just be i mean because you're giving people what they want instead of trying to create the product and find people that want it yeah no that, that was sense. well said man i love it and you've been a, a great example and being able to watch you know how you've been able to build this business and and really gain that insight from, you know, your customers essentially. And it's, it's been really fun to watch. It's been fascinating. I can't wait to see, you know, where the next uh, few months and even years take you and your business and take us in our relationship. Cause we have some great conversations and, you know, I, I really value our friendship and uh, you know, all that you are to us in our lives too. Um, well, if somebody would like to reach out to you and connect with you, whether it be to find uh, money for a deal or just to ask a question, what's the best way to do that? Uh, I would just say, reach out to me on like LinkedIn, for example, or, or you can even shoot me like an email. 
Um, but LinkedIn would probably be easiest. If, if they just go to daneclark.com, it will actually forward them just right to my LinkedIn profile. So my name is spelled D-A-I-N-E. And then last name is C-L-A-R-K. So if they just go to daneclark.com, add me on LinkedIn. And then if they shoot me a message, and I'll try and get back to them as soon as I possibly can. And that'd probably be the best way. And then from there, if we need to schedule a phone call or, or whatever, you know, I'm happy to, I'm happy to help however I can. Okay. In closing, is there anything else that you'd like to share um, with our listeners or just any other insights that you have uh, as we've been talking? Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd say whatever it is that you want to do, if you want to start a little side company or, or build something big, focus on people instead of, instead of your spreadsheets and your product and your, you know, get to know people, go to networking events and get out of your comfort zone and, and just talk to as many people as you can and tell them about what you're doing and what you're interested in. And, and I feel like every big break I ever had was from just talking to people, opening my mouth and not being afraid to share what I was passionate about in my business. And whether they were interested or they knew somebody who was interested that they were like, oh my gosh, you should talk to this person. And I even was able to reciprocate and say, you know, ask them, say, oh my, and say, oh my gosh, I could, you should talk to this person or, oh my gosh, I'm interested in that. You know, get out, network, meet people. Cause at the end of the day, people write checks, you know, products, real estate. I mean, you know, and, None of that stuff is the, is, are the things that actually put money in your bank account. It's people. People end up writing a check or sending a wire or whatever. Well said, is. man. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Dane, for taking the time to chat with us today on the show. Uh, as always, if you like the episode, please feel free to comment um, via our social media outlets or check out the Anchor app, and you can actually record a question for the next episode, and we'll play that on the episode. Also check out uh, selfrelientwealth.com for any insights, notes, resources from different podcast episodes and make it a great day. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Wealth Reliance Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about who we are and what we do, check out our website, www.selfrelientwealth.com. Are you ready to learn how you can take your life and your business to the next level? Learn how you can create side income and have different assets pay for your life and your lifestyle? Tune in next week to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. This is Dave Deal signing out. Thank you so much and have a great week.